You're listening to Father Figuring, the podcast about a daughter on the quest of figuring out her father, the good, the bad, and everything in between. This is your host, Katherine Cat Carter. Now let's get to figuring. Hi, everyone. This is Cat Cat Carter. And thank you again for uh, tuning in to another episode of Father Figuring. Uh, this episode, at first when I was kind of going into it and planning it out, um, I knew that I wanted to cover two topics. One is like the story of how I met my how my dad met my mom, which was the previous episode, and then I knew I wanted to talk about like the the traits that he wants and a husband of mine. So I was really like listening to it and this is its own standalone. So it's not episode three, part two. It's just a full on episode four, just without our weekly updates and drink chatter. Uh, But I think you'll find this episode or I found this episode to be uh, really insightful. And it was just, I feel good in like knowing what my dad wants and a partner of mine at first, like. You know, again, rewind a year or two, I wouldn't have cared less of <laughs> what he wanted, but um, now where we're at and the relationship we have and then um, the trust that I feel with him, um, I think that he, he gave just some, a great solid foundation of qualities and characteristics that quite frankly, I think we all should really be finding in partners. Um, so yeah, and then along the journey, we learn, we get a couple Bible verses. We, we get a little Bible teachings in here. You know, we're, we're, we're um, this is multidimensional. <laughs> so everything from being equally yoked, yoked to, uh, you know, finding our Boaz. And that is really what the inspiration of the name of this episode. So in the recording, you'll hear me refer to this as part two of episode three of How I Met Your Mother. But really, this is episode four, Finding Boaz. Um, some other funny things. Um, you will, we we learn a few vocabulary words like Geiger counter. He he makes that reference somehow. He's managed just to slip that in in this conversation. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that knowledge drop. And um, yeah, as always, just sit back, relax, and eavesdrop on uh, me and my dad talking about these men out here in these streets and uh, what I need to find or what I need to sort out to um, find the one that is for me. Oh, and another thing, I know I say I'm single, but you know, podcast is really something that you can listen to at any time. It's not really time bound. So for the sake of the universe, this is more a declaration for you. I am currently single as of February, 2020. Um, But hopefully, you know, if someone were to discover this and say, I don't know, two years or so, that would not be true. So just for the universe sake, um, you know, I, you know, the universe be sensitive. So I just want to make that clear that I am currently single, but as of February 2020, enjoy. Hi everyone. Uh, welcome back to episode three, part two of How I Met Your Mother. And so in the first part, the episode right before this, you guys learned and I learned rather, I mean, we all learned how my dad, Will, met my mother, Florence. 
It was uh, God was involved, clearly. Um, prayer was established, etc. We've also learned some tips and tricks um, in terms of standing at a beam of light um, to <laughs> get chose in the parties. Uh, so now um, uh, where I will probably be might say I love watermelon. And again, for those who might not have listened to episode one or two, uh, I love watermelon is our safe word or safe phrase that says, hey, let's change the topic. I'm not addressing that. So <laughs> I have a hunch I might be saying that this episode at least once. So anyway, so this this part of it around and this is all goes back. I don't know if I mentioned this clearly, but this is all themed around Valentine's Day because Valentine's Day is this Friday. So that's why we're getting into the love stuff right now. Um but yeah, on this part of the episode, I gave my dad, I gave you a, a homework assignment to write down the qualities. And I didn't want to give you like too tight of guardrails. I said anywhere from like five to 10. I mean, honestly, hopefully there's more than that. However, for the sake of time in this podcast, we won't go beyond 10 and wear people out or myself out. And um, I really want you to just kind of, as I'm dating um, and as I'm evaluating men that I meet, uh, as they're evaluating me, but as I'm evaluating them, um, what I should be looking for, like what are the things that are kind of like the non-negotiables and what are even some, like what are the things I need to like really look at um, to see whether someone is should be a candidate and if someone should be my husband. Um, so before that, I guess just where I'm at in my dating life, I mean, everyone knows like I'm single, I'm dating. And um, I would say like lab, this past year has been, I mean, I guess it depends on how you define success, but I think in terms of a dating landscape, I've been like pretty successful. Um no one has turned into as of yet, like, oh yeah, this is my man, but I've met like really great guys and I've met and I've had good times on dates. And um, I think the caliber of guys I'm meeting now and in the past year has been really great. Uh, all in all, it's just been very healthy, um, like lots of just healthy, good dates and getting to know people, but no one that um, mutually on both parties have been like, oh yeah, this is it. It's either me or it's either them or like we just fizzle off, whatever. So with that, um, I don't mind dating. Uh, I, I tend to like it a little bit and, um, but I don't want to just be dating for the sake of dating. I'm really dating now, um, to get to know someone and to really, um, find my, my, my partner. But before we before we get into like the actual qualifications, like you 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 want me to get married, correct? Oh yeah, absolutely, baby. And why is it so important for you that I get married? Oh, good question. I I think <clears throat> I think we're at our best when we have someone to share our lives with. I think, you know, I, I think that, you know, now a bad marriage, a bad relationship, I mean, that's always bad. I mean, that adds nothing to you. That matter of fact, that's probably one of the 
most negative things you could do to yourself is get involved in a bad relationship. Yeah. But the best thing you could ever do for yourself is to find that person that compliments you, adds to you, strengthens you, gives you the things that you can't give yourself. And so, you know, if, if you found that young man that, that could, could be that to you, what you need him to be to you, then I think you'll be eternally happy. And I think, I, I, I mean, that's just my feeling. I, I'm not anti-marriage. I've just, I've tried it a couple of times. And, well, I won't say the first time was was great. But the second time was something, you know, that probably it happened. But anyway. So I will just let, you know, and we've talked about this, like when you came to New York and I was a little, at that point, indecisive on whether I even wanted to get married. And so, um, and I think a lot of that, well, I know a lot of that just stems from fear that I have with marriage. Right. Um, fear. I mean, Christina and George are awesome and amazing before Christina and George, at least on our, my mom's side of the family, like, there is no marriage that is <laughs> that <laughs> still remains. Like even her parents got divorced. Um, her one aunt never got married. Another one of my aunts got married a few times. Um, and so, and just like, just like seeing that and just like knowing that um, I of course then have fear on like, well, then what makes what makes me and what would make this like different. And I, and I, I've, I need to find a new therapist <laughs> that's like in my um, insurance. But when I was going to therapy last year, a couple years ago or last year, I think I saw her and like with marriage, like me leading through fear is no way to like me finding my mate or anything. Like I have to like lean in from a place of love and not fear. And I think like I'm getting a lot better. Like I think in my twenties, I, a lot of the like the behaviors or the things I would tolerate was because I was in fear of either like not getting selected or not like getting chosen or like whatever fear of, you know, it was like a lot of fear based fear was kind of motivating a lot of my behaviors, even though I didn't like realize it then. And so now I think a big part of it again is like us healing. This part helps me a lot, helps me not drag up and bring things into a relationship to someone who, yeah, it just, it just doesn't have me displacing like anger or anything like that to them. And then um, I've also like, I don't know if it's just a symptom of being in my thirties and like having more self-assuredness. I mean, granted, like, I feel like all peak self-assuredness happens in my forties or in people's forties, but at least like now I feel like I'm in like a, like I really am like liking myself and um I'm being kinder to myself and gentler with myself and like being more accepting of myself and like talking to myself as I would talk to like a good girlfriend or guy friend of mine. Um, so that helps a lot. And I think that's why I'm attracting now men that are of a certain caliber um, and like just good guys in general, even though they're not like my guy, but they've been attracting, like I'm in the right, I'm moving in the right direction rather um, but ultimately at the end of the day, there is still a little bit of fear there 
around marriage just because I don't know really, I guess it's like, I guess in in a way it's like a fresh start of like modeling it, but I don't really feel like I have like a example of like what is really supposed to be like. Um, but I mean, I, I I don't know. So there's there's still a little apprehension there. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I want to get married. I like the idea and the concept of it. But then I also, and my from our family, and then just from like even just like the external talk, there's like a lot of just chatter around like marriage is hard. Marriage is like you know just I don't know. Um, like it's tons of sacrifice and tons of like compromise and like that's fine but then sometimes I feel people compromise too much so anyway I'm still in the limbo (laughs) in terms of marriage I guess as I talk this out um I think ultimately um I do want to get married um well you know baby here's I think (laughs) well well here's the thing about it you you, you know Uh, I think you're putting I think you're putting undue pressure on yourself. Yeah. And, and you know, and I, I think you're you know, it's like a Geiger counter, you know. Uh because it's not going off at this particular moment, it's not buzzing, it's not rattling, doesn't mean there's not uh uranium out there. It just means you're not in an area where the re- re- uranium you're looking for is there. And yeah. it'll happen, and it'll happen, and you know, it could happen in like me and your mother, I mean, at a at but you a party, were certain. You were at a point where you got certain. I don't even know if I'm at the point well, where I'm right. extra certain. Well, it sounds to me like you're certain now. You're you're I at that point. So, yeah. You sound so much like I'm me just scared. I, I'm just scared. Well, hey, hey, we all are. <laughs> you need to talk. You you know, you and Christina do not talk. We thoroughly. do talk, but we well, we talk about our like day to day. Maybe we don't go deep, deep, but we go deep, but maybe like not deep, deep on certain. I'll need to do a deep dive on some of that because. All right, well, crazy. this is our homework. She's gonna listen to this, so I'll tell her. Yeah, She'll tell her. Yeah, tell her to share with you. You know, because I think, I think you know. I mean, I mean, I mean. You know, we, I love, by I love, the record, me and my sister are very close. But I think that sometimes there's just certain topics we don't like dive into. Right. I mean, I mean, I love. But she knows about my dating life and stuff. And like, I know about her. I knew about her and George and stuff. Like, I know bits and pieces, but maybe we just don't do like tons of introspective talks about dating. I don't know. But continue. Continue. George is a good guy. I like George. George is amazing. I love George so much. Like, you know what he told me? I just felt like he belonged. I was like, you, 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 where have you been? Well, I mean, it's just like, and, and but see, leading up to George, your sister was at the same point you're at. She was looking for someone. And I just told her, like I've always told you, baby, be patient. God's got a young man out there for you. Don't, don't, you know, you, you, you know, you don't have to, you know, you know, God loves you. And he's going to give you the exact young man that you need. And that loves you back. And that you will want to. Christina was right well, there where right you are. <laughs> Continue. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I mean, I won't. I won't share the, a conversation she and I had one time leading up to George, but it was, it was. Oh my God! It just uh, wrecked my heart. Kind of like what you're going through. But the point of it is, it's going to happen, Kathy. I mean, you know, just just be patient. Yeah. Be patient. Be patient. Just, you know, you want to. I mean, I okay, am. All right, all right. No. 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 
No, 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 you're not. You're, no, not, not, you're, not, not. you're not. You're not. No. You're not. Okay, I'm not being stupid. Yeah, you're not. I mean, what has as everything I ever said to you? I'm not saying Daddy's always right, because Daddy prays a lot. God is always right. All I'm doing is saying what He's putting on my heart to say to my dear daughter that I love dearly. Be patient. God's got somebody out there that's perfect for. Kathy Carter. Yeah. But here are some of the things that I that I thought that, you know, uh, are important uh in a relationship and important. Yeah, what's number one? Huh? Yeah, what's number one? Well, number one, it goes, it's not okay, the thing that I take as an absolute given, and it's not even on my list because if this doesn't exist, then the rest of the list is not important. Mm -hmm. But this is one thing that you can never compromise on. Yeah. You can never say, oh, well, maybe no. And that's this. The man has to love you and be in, be in love with you. Mommy said the same thing. She said you don't, it has to be like, in in love with me in love with you if he's not in love with you then nothing else matters and what in are love the signs you. i should be checking for <laughs> well okay and so now, now that, you know, that, guys will say whatever guys will do whatever in the beginning that, that, how, do that, I know? That, how do i distinguish right. that okay. deep deep he is in love with me how do okay. I distinguish well, that? No, I, well, no. Okay. Well, the assignment was to come up with the traits that, that you should look for in a man. And okay, but the given part, we that's not, un, that you can't compromise. That's not debatable. If it's not there, if that element is not there, you go the other way. He's not for you. Okay. Okay. All right. You know what George told me the first time I met him? What did he say? He said, "I love your daughter." I. I see myself as Boaz saw Ruth. And I've read that scripture. Uh, if you've read that scripture, it is a beautiful uh, scripture. Chiron. Okay. I don't know if you remember Chiron and and he and Philip. So Chiron went to Duke with me. Chiron was the guy who graduated. And then the guy, Philip, had his face blown up in the stands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we we have this thing we talk about like we're trying to find our Boaz. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. Okay, I gotta find. And that's what and that's what and that's what George told me. <laughs> we were out knocking golf ball. The first thing out of his mouth, I said, "Hey, this young man is special." I even mentioned that when I spoke at his at the wedding. Uh, you know about uh, what what he had said to me, and I've read that scripture many times. Ruth here was a, a widow, had been married, and was out there, just, you know, had no money. And he said, leave the corners of the field for the poor. And then he also made a special deal where he had his servants bring her grain to her. And he said, you know, he took care of her. And that's the way George described his feelings toward Christina. Now, if God can send a George to Christina, he can send you just as good. But here are the things that that I think are important for you to be on the lookout for. Okay, number, number one. one. We're going to pause on each one. I mean, how many do you have? Let's start there. How many do you have? I have five. 
I okay. Oh, yeah. Then we can definitely like dive deep a little on each one. Like we don't have to just yeah. run through them. Okay. So yeah. one was in love with me. No, no, that's not one. That's just a given. Oh, that was just okay. That's just table that's just six. given. Table sticks. Okay. Yeah, in love yeah. with me. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. table sticks. Not number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number one. All right. Number one, I would say, for you to be happy, and, and knowing that you're as spiritual as you are. The man that you select or that you move from being a candidate to a husband mm -hmm. has to be a man that is God-loving, God-fearing. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, so you don't know this, but I also made a list as well. So <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. That was also my number one. Um, I think it's really important in the past. I've dated people where, like, I've wanted to go to church with them and they just refused or it was like painful to like ask them and for them to even think about going. Um, and I, I can't do that ever um, now at this point, especially just where I'm at in my walk with God and just that marriage is going to be, that would be the most sacred relationship that I'd have. So we need to have, um, we need to be uh -oh. able to, like connect spiritually and to let God guide us. And I don't need it to be an education about God. Like, I don't really, like, I don't want to meet someone and have to be like, oh, he can change. Like, no, as a qualification, I agree. You have to already have a relationship with God and it can't be foreign that we go to church. It can't be foreign that we pray together. It can't be foreign that I'm talking about God Um and we can just have conversations about it. So yeah, I ding, 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 agree. That is, and you know what? In my twenties, I don't think that definitely wasn't a requirement, but now that is a requirement. So I'm so happy to hear that. I'm yep. happy to hear that. Yep. yep. Praise yep. God for that. Okay. The next thing that he has to have, and you know, here again, I may pour a little salt in a wound because I think this is really important too. <laughs> Not that I, you know, hey, these, this, this is ideally. Daddy's not saying what daddy was. Daddy's saying what he would want. <laughs> That's the wrap up question. <laughs> would, you, would you want me to marry a Will Carter? But we won't okay. go there yet. That'll be the wrap up question. Okay. All right. <laughs> so he must be, number two is he must be trustworthy and honest. Mm hmm. Okay, so you preface this by saying not what you were. Okay, so you were not always. Okay, so so riddle me this, right? Um, I, I mean, I definitely agree that he that this person must be trustworthy and they must be honest. Um, and I don't want to have like a pessimistic view of men, um, but it seems like there's a lot of like... Uh, thinking around I can't be that honest like I gotta like I gotta like withhold things that like it's, it's better for me to be dishonest than honest at like certain moments and then it also seems like guys or men like I don't know what's up with y'all's DNA <laughs> this is not doing it any well, justice for me finding a man but anyway uh <laughs> Or, or trapping one through this podcast, but um, not, I don't want to generalize, but just, there just seems to be like a lot of like different things in terms of like breaking trust with their significant other. 
Um, and it might be, you know, stemming, like they might decide to do things from a place of ego or a place of like whatever. Um, but then it seems like the narrative to women is kind of like, well, you know, forgive them and you keep it, you know, he'll, he'll, you know, you forgive them. So expound on this trustworthiness because it's like, you know, no one's perfect. I definitely wouldn't be perfect in a marriage by any means. And I know that the person that I've been married to, whomever it is, that's a human would not be perfect either. But like, where do I like draw that line? Like what? I don't know. I just, well, I'm I'm scared about the trusting part and then someone like really breaking my trust in a really big way. And then me feeling like I have to just like accept it and like keep it pushing. Like, no, I don't want to. So I don't know. Well, I don't know if this is going to be one of those. I like watermelon moments, but I'm I'm about to say this to you. I, I think you already have a very accurate Geiger counter, uh, uh, you know, because I think your your previous relationship, you know, um, you got to a point where whatever it was became intolerable. Yes. And when it became intolerable, you moved away. I did. But these are the things, you know, these are the things. It's not quite as easy to do that when you're married. Yeah. Sometimes there's a, there's a matter of forgiveness. And forgiveness, you know, means it's, it's tough to give. But it makes life a lot easier. So we all blunder from time to time. We all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. But if there is a pattern of distrust and a Mm. pattern Pattern. of dishonesty, you know, while he's a candidate, I think that's a signal that this is not the guy for you. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. 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 So look look out for patterns. Be aware of yeah. patterns of dishonesty, a pattern to distrust in the candidacy, and try to like weed that out during the candidacy candidacy phase. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that someone who like is perfectly trustworthy in the candidacy phase won't like. Won't do it later, but then, then, later, but if I can see it in the candidacy phase, then I'm pretty sure I would definitely see it in the marriage. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so then, it's, not, uh, it's a lot of walking on faith. This is a lot of walking. Well, on faith. well, I mean, you know, you know, Kathy, it's we we never know what we're going to come up with. Yeah, uh, we never know what we're going to come up with. So, my third, my third uh, wish for you is that um, you find a man that is loyal to you. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Yeah, okay, that's a song. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, any, 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 any side notes, any, anything? Any, 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 okay. Loyal to me, loyalty to, you know, to me means that, you know, it's, it's almost synonymous with honesty and trustworthiness, but not necessarily. Right. Okay. A, person, a person can be dishonest about a lot of things, but love you and be loyal to you. But, you know, he, 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 he fibs about money. He, he lies about this. He lies about that, whatever. And things that you don't know about, he hides from you, but he can still be loyal in a way, I guess. All right. So, but loyalty mean that, you know, he out there goofing off on you, you know? And number four, now this may be, this was hard for me to put on the list because, you know, it's, 
it's 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 kind of a it's kind of one of those things that you you love in people you love to see it but not to an extreme so i actually put two words together in number 4 and that is ambitious yet humble mm, i like that combo you know, I, I don't want you to I have a crush on this guy. He's like so in that lane. <laughs> He's so what? He's so ambitious, but yet humble at the same time. Oh my gosh. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he might yeah, be I, mean I don't know. I would love I mean, I mean, I don't know if that I don't know if that can coexist in the same body or not. Oh, it but can. It, oh, it can. I know it yeah. can. Yeah. It doesn't but, mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> Well, it does. It does. Because, I mean, you know, from whence you get your strength and your your gifts from, you know, and people that, that say they're self-made, that's bullshit. There's nobody self-made. Eh, exactly. No, Impossible. No. Impossible yeah. to do anything by yourself of any And back to the ambition part, because I think this is important. Um, something that I've had to like really realize is that, especially again, now like twenties, it's like, I feel like people are figuring things out. So there's like a little bit of like, okay, you know, you're on the journey. Um, but now as like my husband, I definitely want someone who is, um, you know, definitely has a career and not a job and who is not just in a career and just in it for the sake of being in it or because they're trying to cut the check or anything. Like I do want someone who has a vision of themselves, of their purpose. And is like also like, you know, in their work that they, that they mm-hmm. produce and they, the work that they contribute to the world. And I want that. And it's not just like, Oh, I want to be super rich, but like, you know, at the same time, like, yeah, I do. I do want to have, be financially stable with my partner um, and I do feel like I'm coming to the plate with a pretty good, you know, package financially other than my student loan debt. Uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I would want someone else that can provide as well. So, yeah, um, ambition and not just talking about the vision, but actually really putting in the work and the effort the um, right. to achieve it. And who is encouraging me of my ambitious endeavors. Like, I don't think. And we, we've talked about this kind of in the past. Um, as much as I like the idea of me being like a living a life of luxury and comfort and kind of staying at home and being taken care of, I honestly don't think that I would be happy in that. Um, I think I would always want to do something, like do some sort of work. Kind of you were saying, like you always knew you had to work in order to get the things you want. I guess I have that same trait and like, I started working at TJ Maxx when I was 15 and then like, <laughs> I had, like these different jobs. So I think like for me, I need someone who is supportive to my ambition and I want someone who <coughs> is ambitious themselves. Um, so then like when I'm filling out of it, they can pump me up. And when they're filling out of it, I can pump them up. But That's yeah, exactly. I, I agree that ambition is key for me. It's key for me. It is key for you. I mean, I probably wouldn't put that on maybe any other young lady, but you know, I, you know, I, I think it's important for you. 
Okay. And not for the reasons that, not for the reasons that you might think it's, it's, it's not your ambition, but you know, so this man doesn't wake up in the morning feeling like, you know, I got this great gal and, and she is so successful and he becomes somewhat jealous. You want, you want somebody that's moving in the same direction that you're moving. Right. You know, I mean, that's why, you know, there's a, there's a scripture in the Bible. I think it's in, um, oh, I forget what, maybe, I know it's in the Old Testament, but it talks about being unevenly yoked. You know, uh-huh. I know you're ambitious. And I know that life has taught you how to be humble and humility and have humility. Yeah. And it's important that you be with a man that is out there pulling as hard as you're pulling. And y'all are evenly yoked. And you will be happy and proud of him and his efforts. At the same time, he can lift you up and encourage you to go further and do more and this and that. But I've seen it so many times in relationships, especially when a woman is doing this. And she's got a man that's basically doing nothing. And the man is sitting back criticizing this woman. And she's not getting from him the comforts and the support that she's looking for. Oh, that's a men. word, Father. That is a, a word. Like, I think sometimes when you don't have, like, when you haven't experienced the putting, the doing what you need to do, or you think, like, another thing I think is, like, you know, that person thinking like, well, it's so easy for you. And like, you just do do this. Like, what's wrong? Why are you complaining? Just do it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. Cause no matter whatever I'm doing, it's something new and it's something scary. And so I want like emotional support to like help me get through that and not like, but what you talking about? You can just do it. You do, you already doing it. Like I, I, I've experienced that and it's not a good feeling. It's just like, yeah, I'm doing this stuff, but I don't know what the outcome is. I'm still scared. And like, you know, someone that can help me, you know, be like, can let me talk about that. But then at the same time and like encourage me because they're used to it themselves. They're used to those feelings. And uh, when you're not used to those feelings, then you don't know how to support somebody. And so, um, or if you think, like you said, like, not like it's jealousy, but maybe it is jealousy. I don't know. But like, you kind of have some sort of like, envy that this person is out here on this level or you think that this person's on like a higher level than you, then, you know, you're not going to be supportive when they're like complaining or venting about, you know, it being difficult or it being like, you know, them being scared. Then it's just like, well, what are you complaining about? You, you get to do this. And um, that is not what's up. That is not what's up. So no. I do know someone who, has gone through it themselves so that they're very aware that there's a lot of fears that creep up in the process. And that could be, that knows the type of support that I would be looking for. And then like, I can support them because I know how it is too. So yes, I agree. Father. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying now, now here's another thought. Here's a thought I'll add to that. Add to it. He, He could be having not gone through everything that you've been through, but be wise enough to be wise enough yes. to understand and to be intuitive yes. enough, you know, empathetic and, enough. and empathetic enough. Mm-hmm. So my last, so my last point that I'm going to say, I think is important for you to, 
find in a man that you're really interested in being with and walking uh, in life with hand in hand, hopefully. Uh, he must be compassionate. Mm-hmm. Expound. Well, you know, it's just it's, it's just what we're talking about. We use you know synonyms like uh, empathetic and feelings and this and that. But compassionate. A woman told me a long time ago. When I first moved to. I first went to work for my first brokerage firm out here in in, in Lubbock. And she used the word, she said, the most beautiful thing to see in a man is humility and compassion. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men think, you know, having compassion is a weakness. And I'm not saying you're a sucker for everything that comes along. But, you know, it's to understand the other guy, the other woman, the other situations around you and have compassion for people that are maybe not as blessed or gifted or whatever. Um, there's a Latin term called uh, noblesse, noblesse oblige. Basically, it means too much is given, much is expected. It's noble obligation. We have an obligation to do and to help and to be compassionate and be, give of ourselves. Yeah. But, but not to be used. I mean, you know, <laughs> Keeping this in the public. some of the places I, I dreaded in life, <clears throat> God put me in the middle of in my, in the middle of my life. You know, I never wanted to live in, in, in the projects. And I always had a fear of that. And when I came to Lubbock, I lived in the projects. Mm, I yeah. did not know that. Oh, we didn't talk about yeah. that. Last black man. Oh yeah, I mean, I was, I, I was, <clears throat> I slept on floors all over this 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 town and these little uh, uh, Indian hotels. A lot of the Indians had hotels. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a couple of years before I had the wherewithal to even you know pay for uh, an apartment. So in the meantime, we stayed in these little flop houses and, uh, um, you know, you could see, you know, people taking advantage of other people with compassionate hearts. You know, you, you become, you go to work every day, a guy comes to you and says, Hey, Hey brother, man, I just, da, 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 da. okay. And they give you a rehearsed sob story. And you reach in your pocket and you hand out two or three dollars, and that person goes off. He's just he's feeling in some cases he just got over on you. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think you know it's hard to judge those things. You know, it's something that you know that's why life is you know you have to stay in constant prayer. You know. Yeah. But those are the five things. Yeah. You, know, you know, Kathy, that um, I think you have to have all of them. You know, that's no, minimum. For sure. These are minimum. This is minimum. Because then there's the nice, and these are the things. Because then you're also like part one of this. We were talking about the clean slate. So, you, the clean slate of like someone not having like kids and stuff like that. So, tell me, tell me a little bit more about that. Is that like a requirement for you? Is that, no, I, no. or is it just like a nice to have or like what? How no, it's, 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 it's that? not. It's not a requirement. Check this out. Okay. Say you find a man. 
you know, and he has all these attributes that we're talking about. And um, say he has a child. What if he has two? An eight-year-old and a but but there's no there's no there's no other entanglements. There's no no mama's drama, all that kind of stuff. There's none of that those entanglements. I mean, you know, you sort of have to, you know, God can dress somebody up and send them to you, and they may not be the, the everything on this list. He may have, you know, one or two or whatever. I mean, at that point, what do you do? You pray over it. You pray over it. You know, you look at this man and he makes you feel a certain way. You love him. He loves you. He's doing these things. He's got God in his life. He is trustworthy. He's loyal to you. He does have ambition. I, You know, I, I think, I mean, you can't have a guy that sits on the couch while you're out there hustling and slinging hash. You just, you just can't do that. I mean, that, that would kill your spirit. That's not you. You know, you can't, in other words, what I'm saying is the scripture talks about unevenly yoked. That means if you're going to put a thoroughbred on a wagon, he has to walk next to a th- another thoroughbred. You can't put a jackass and a cow together pulling a wagon. They have to be evenly yoked. So you can't, you got to find somebody that's got what you got. Yeah. Not everybody's got what you got, but you got to be evenly yoked. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. So let me say this to you and you may say watermelon time, but (laughs) 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 you have, you need to, before you venture out and all this and that, remember in your own little short, because you haven't dated a lot. I know that. You haven't had a oh, lot. Oh, you don't know things. shit. I had a whole yeah. <laughs> And I had a shit. And you yeah. know what? On yeah. the yeah. further reflection, but, I think but, I have dated a Will Carter in my life for two. Okay. Well, well, you were unevenly yoked with that last little romance you had. Totally. I saw that from ah. Uh, I saw that from the deserts of West Texas. <laughs> I said, what is that about? I mean, she could have gone to community college instead of going to Duke. If you wanted that. What, what the hell is going on here? Watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I, but I, but I, we can say that now, I hope, but I'll change yeah. something. But if that's, that's an example. Yeah. That's an example. <laughs> That's what the scripture means when it says unevenly yoked. Yeah. Yeah. Unevenly yoked. So that's what you felt. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I agree now, um, but like. You didn't, you didn't agree then. Not then. Not then. Of course, not then. But um, yeah. We all, we all get a little stardust in our eyes and we can't see clearly. And But I think also like I was, again, I, I found him from a place of fear because I was like, all right, I'm in my mid twenties. Where is my dude at? And then we came across each other. And like, then I was like really like trying to force him into like, this like role and um i mean i think even like while i was in business school like i was kind of looking in a way in hindsight and i I think i kind of knew it then i was looking forward to kind of being away and growing some distance and like having god like kind of like let me know 
whether because I think early then I kind of knew that like perhaps this isn't the guy for me. Um, and so then I got to like pour my all myself into business school and I loved it. Like I just and I was thinking, okay, well, I'm here and I'm pouring myself into my thing. And I was like, it, he can be doing the same thing. He could be in New York. Like he has his, he had vision of what he wanted to do. And so he could be working towards that while I'm working towards my thing. And then of course that just didn't happen. Like I, I'm not, let me not say of course, but it just didn't happen. Like he was basically in the same spot or if not like worse. And then like would make me feel bad about being like kind of distant or like away while I was like focused in on me getting the most out of this money that I was putting into school because business school is fucking expensive. So anyway, um, and it was just like a great time. Like I just wanted to do a lot of self-discovery and I wanted to like get out of my comfort zone because it was just such a free space. Like it was like, like I, like I was very intentional going into business school. I was just like, look, I'm not here to become the smartest person. I'm not here to like, learn everything. Cause like you were talking about with the money engineering thing, like I already knew the stuff I would learn in school isn't going to directly translate into stuff I would be working on. Like it would help me learn how to think it would like, but I knew I was going to get more value out of like leading initiatives, like practicing galvanizing my peers and leading a thing. And so then I was active on our um, student body stuff. I was like the head of volunteerism and then um, I wanted to expound on my creativity and tap back in it because I was in accounting and finance where like the only creativity I could do was change up a color on a spreadsheet. And I knew I wanted to get into marketing. So I wanted to tap back into that. So then I did like business improv class and I did like these Fuqua vision videos and stuff. And like I, I was very intentional with my time there of doing what I exactly wanted to do. It didn't look like what everybody else wanted to do. Everybody else wanted to learn. Everybody else wanted to get a consultant or banking. Like I was just like... I want to dive in. I want to travel. And so I just like had a great time. And so then, you know, I was in my little like fairy tale land of like, oh, he knows what he wants to do. And so he'll spend time and he'll do like what he needs to do to like reach and achieve. But it seems like he was, it just, that didn't happen. And then like, there was a lot of resentment I felt from him, from me being and doing my thing and he feeling like I wasn't giving him attention. So anyway, I don't know where this what we talked about or how we got there, but well, well, no, maybe it, it has to do with, that, with number four on the I list. I was in a very different space when I yeah. met him than yeah. when I was two, three years into it. But then, for some reason, I felt like I had again. I guess it was like fear of like, oh, then if it's not him, then who will it be? And then like fear of like failing at a relationship, and then finally think and. This is the blessing of therapy. Through therapy, it made it very clear that, like, girlfriend, you need to bounce. And so I did, and I felt so much lighter. Like, I realized how much I was carrying on me, especially the last year of the relationship when I found out some things. And it just wasn't healthy for either one of us because I would keep bringing it up, and then that's not fair to him, and then, like, all this other stuff. So I'm glad, um, you know, I still have nothing but, like, you know, love for him, but I know that there's like, it's over. Like, I know it's very much so over. And I think he like knows that too by now. So, yeah. Well, you know, you have to, you know, I, I, I'm same, same thing, baby. I mean, I don't want you to be my age and, and not have, oh my God. I mean, the way I had planned my life, it was like, 
everything was on track. I mean, I did not miss a note. It, it didn't seem like I was going to get there, but I then suddenly I wake up one morning and I'm there. I mean, I got, I got, you know, I got, got your mom. I got the, I mean, we own two houses. I mean, we were living in a big two story house out in uh, north of town and, the house in the on Valley Lake was paid for. Da, 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 da. And it's just, ah, everything was just seeing yeah, like it. Yeah, because I owned property yeah. when you met her. No wonder you were like, damn, she popping. Well, <laughs> I, well I paid for it. So oh, I mean, did you? Did you pay for Valley Lake? I, I helped pay for that house, yes. Your mother didn't oh, work for three years. I paid dollars on your credit card. You better help pay. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, mom got me. Hey, your mom got me cheap. I mean, you know. <laughs> she, she, she put me, put $200 down and put me in a layaway. I mean, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I thought I'm a Duke here, but just giving a smooth to anyway, it. Anyway, let's let's let, let you know, watermelon. I like watermelon. I like watermelon. <laughs> I like watermelon. Well, listen, I think that this is this is a good a good. Uh, so, okay, so I will say I will say that um, I you phrased it differently, but a lot of a lot of my traits because I had like more than five. Um, well, you said five, and I, 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 I it was more than five. I know, I know you have some more. And if you have any more bonuses, then you know, feel free to say. I would say like one that we aligned on loves and believes in God. I put two as um, I feel like emotionally safe with them. So I think that goes with the compassion part that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Three and four, I guess, are kind of tied back to ambition. I just said like the desire. Um the desire and also the actual act of self-improvement and not just from like a work perspective, but from like, I want to grow stronger in my spirit. I want to go stronger mentally. Like, you know, I want to do whatever I need to do in order to just continue to evolve into being the best and the becoming the better versions of myself, the better version of myself. So that was important to me because I feel like I'm a big, evolver. I like to, I mean, there's moments where I feel very stagnant and I'm accepting those moments of like, those are the times where I need to just like figure things out, even though, even if it's like, I'm in that period for like a year, but, um, I'm big on like improving. And then, um, for, I put like, put, you know, produces great work upwardly mobile, but I guess that goes back to like ambition. Um, Five, I put personality. You know, actually, I didn't even write down trustworthy and why didn't I? Like, that is key. So I'll move up trustworthiness. So then six, that would make personality. Like, I can't, I have, I like my personality. And I think people like it based off of, like, the reaction I see on people's faces when I interact with them. Um, So... Not that someone has to be a comedian, but humor is important. And I love that about Christina and George so much. They have they're they have humor and they like have their own little humor language. And like it's kind of like when they go to a function or they go to a party, they know that they're gonna have a good time, just like them together, like there. So I think that that's important. Like whomever I marry, I wanna like have a really good time with them and a sober good time. Or a drinking good time. Like, I want to have, like, a good time. And I want him to be someone that, like, my friends like. And that, like, not everyone has to like him. But, like, my friends like. Like, he's just, like, a good person that, like, I would want to be around and hang out with. Like, 
personality is like key. Um, six, I put, I'm attracted to them. Now I will say like, I don't have like a specific type. Like I kind of have a type physically, but not really. Like the guys I've dated, they all look very different from one another. Um, but there has to be some level of like attraction. Um, like, I can't think you're ugly. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's important for you. You got mommy caught. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, and you're, you're, you're like, I'm sure, like, she thought you were attractive. So, like, I hope so. Keep I that know. train coming. Yeah. yeah, your mother has your mother had the very attractive legs. I was like, wow, gee, she's got great legs. <laughs> she, had a, she had a good butt too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she got a nice butt too. I mean, those are the things. I was, Unfortunately, I have your butt and not hers. But yeah, <laughs> you like watching. It's okay. all about hey, you spend a little time in the gym, you get it the way you want. I'm doing my squats, so that's there. That. You go. Um, so yeah, attraction. Okay. For some reason I put this at number seven, but this should probably be, of course, the baseline. And it's just says they love the heck out of me. Like they really love me. Like they like love me very deeply. Um, that should be, that should be the foundation. That should be like, that's like, none of the other stuff matters. If that doesn't do that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, and mommy, that was her main thing when I talked to her about it. She was like, I want someone for you that just really, really, really loves you. And they're just crazy about you. Not crazy. Like she didn't mean like in a bad way, like stalkery, but you know what I mean? Like they just just crazy about you. Yeah. Love me. Um, So that should be foundation, not even a number. Uh, Then I put that I feel safe. And well, this kind of goes back to emotionally safe, but I feel safe and I feel like a sense of peace, like an internal peace around them. Like I don't feel anxious. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I have to be something else. I don't feel like I have to be judged. And, and, and a big part of this for me is because I, I, I think I do have a lot of personality and like I can, you know, I can get all like smart and whatnot, you know, if I need to be or I, need, I can get all bougie sounding if I need to be. But that's not how I am all the time. Like sometimes I'm a little hood. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like a little silly. And like, I feel like, um, and maybe it's a stereotyping, but I guess like people in my circle and my realm that are like, you know, extra educated, black, young professionals. I feel like sometimes these guys, if they're like bankers and stuff like that, like they're very much so looking for someone who is like extremely polished and like super like you know, bougie. And it's like, I can fit into that, but that's not really who I am at my core. Like I'm, you know, funny and like, I can go to a cookout and like, I can go to a lot of different places and, and have a good time. So I need someone who's accepting of me and my kind of bigger personality that I have and not find Like, I don't want them being annoyed by me. <laughs> you know, or embarrassed. Well, well, you know, Kathy, here's what I would say. Uh, here's what I would say. I think you learned at a very early on in this whole process of finding, you know, the right person for you. I think you've learned um, uh, some invaluable lessons that, you know, all you got to do is reflect back to 
your first this last lesson. Just look at it as a lesson, because had you not gone through that, yeah, you wouldn't know anything about what you really want, right? You know, you would be, you know, what it feels like to be with a person. I mean, it's just life. I mean, people say, well, you know, a black woman should be happy with any man she gets, even if he's a garbage man. Right. And, and you went to college. Well, that's bullshit. Yeah, man. I, uh, that's not, that's not. Bullshit. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I hate to say that. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I've seen they've made, you know, t uh, TV series about stuff like that where an educated girl gets married to a guy that graduated, didn't graduate high school. How does that work? I don't know. I mean, it's just like me. It's almost like me wanting to date a woman 20 years younger than me. What in the world will we talk about? Thank goodness. You're what are our, our touch points? What would they be like? What, you know, I say something about, you know, howdy duty Clarabelle. She doesn't know anything about howdy duty Clarabelle. I think it's funny. She thinks I'm, I'm lost my mind. <laughs> Who are they? Well, it's somebody I grew up with back in the fifties. So I have no touch point that we can share. I mean, and that's the same thing is true with, you know, what you went through and it, it's good that you, you know, at least you see that. I tell you what, I daddy could be wrong. Daddy's not always right, but I'm just saying, I think you learned a valuable lesson about that because I saw it and I said, wow, and I was sitting there and I was looking at this whole deal and I was saying, wow, and I met his mother and I heard what she had to say. And it was like, wow, and it's like, what is this about? My baby's in the middle of this message, you know? but you came out of it. And then when, and when, when, when you told me one day on the phone, I, cause we had so seldom, so few conversations about any of this. In fact, this is the most we've talked about this ever. Yeah. I talked to you about it when I was in New York with you and you, you know, didn't, didn't subject. I wasn't ready. Up. I know. And I, I know I'm getting away with murder now. So you'll probably go bananas fine. when you hang up. No, but, it's fine. Uh, it's going to go out. He might be listening. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I mean, but, 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 but anyway, my, it is what it is. And, and I have no, I have to repeat, I have no hard feelings toward him. In fact, I thank him for, again, like you were saying, bringing this out without this experience. I've learned much more about yeah, myself. Right. And it was by no means that I was a perfect angel. Like, clearly not. Like, I just, I was not. Um, however, I'm in a different, better space because of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, okay. You talk about those cookouts. I mean, when I say I was no angel, I was not like cheating or anything. Like, let's be clear. But just in terms of like, did I always like say the right things or do the right things? Like, definitely not. Yeah. You know, so you have to have somebody, a man that uh, not only elevates you, but you have to look up to. You know, I think ideally, you know, a woman always wants to look at a man either certainly eyeball to eyeball, but ideally maybe you look up to him and say, you know, you know, I, I admire you. I admire who you, what you are and what you stand for. Yeah. I imagine the pride, I can, a sense of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine know. Michelle Obama probably looks up to Barack and says, you know, yeah. Hey, and vice versa. Know, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a two way street because I mean, she's just as educated as he is. In fact, she was you know? higher up than him when they, you yeah. know, he was the intern yeah. and she was over yeah. here killing. Yeah. Him. She was his boss, basically. Yeah. He was supervisor yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, Kathy, it's, you know, 
gosh, you know, I'm excited about you. I'm excited about your life. I'm excited about your future. You know, my days on stage are almost over. I mean, I've, I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I have to balance what I do because I know that I'm at this point where, okay, my health is, is, is good right now. So that, that's great. Um, so I can go places, do things while I'm healthy. Cause I know as I've seen so many of my clients, I have a client that's 105 years old. I went to see her the other day. She took my hand, she held my hand and she said, it was so good knowing you. Basically she was telling me goodbye and she had been my client for 25 years. And it's like, you know, and that kind of weighed on me a little bit. And I, I kind of looked at my life. So I said, well, Will Carter, you gotta, you're out here by yourself. And my fear is I'll fall dead on a sidewalk and, and somebody will walk around me. Somebody will see a Rolex watch on my wrist and they'll get your Rolex. Uh, no, <laughs> go. God will protect God. I'm going to say a prayer tonight. God will protect that Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'm surprised Christina didn't say anything because I know she wants the Rolex. She said it first, but yet I'm going to attack it and I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Well, well if <laughs> I, I, I will send it to your fellow no, friends. No, in all seriousness, sure. I hope I hope you have like a very long life still ahead of well, you. Of I mean, you got you you could you could really live. The, I mean, honestly, you look so good. You look like you don't look seventy at all. I mean, I know you're not seventy yet, but you're sixty nine. You're gonna be seventy in like a couple months. Seventy in two months. In two, mean, months. two months. Damn near a month and a half, really. Yeah. But you look so good. I mean, again, the girls, the friends are saying, "Ooh, cat's daddy." And like at first, I thought it was girls, but I'm like really proud. I'm really like happy that you have kept your health and that. Um, I mean, you you sound great. You're you know who Rihanna is. Like you're happening. So. Um, and I'm glad that, I mean, I clearly, like, we'll dive into this more. Like, clearly you've had, like, a lot of years that did not look great. But you, and you could have, honestly, you could have opted out of life. Um, but you didn't. And you're here. And you're, 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 you're at, like, it seems like a peak of your life, which is really exciting and great. So yeah. I'm excited also for what's in store for you. Um, and so that kind of takes me. So, like, would you... Would you want me to date a you? <laughs> I mean, like, granted, like, not 20s you. We can say, like, you wouldn't want me to date Prayer View you. You wouldn't want me to date 20s you. Um, you may not even want me to date, like, you and mommy's marriage. But, like, from, like, a who you are and, like, would you, like, you know, who you really are, would you would you want me to date a you? Oh, wow, baby. Is that heavy? It's too heavy? No, no, well, no, 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 no. Watermelon? No, well, it's semi-watermelon. And I'll, I'll say this, and then it's watermelon. I like watermelon. <laughs> um, I mean, that's like a self-incriminating or, you know, I'll, I can't take the fifth. But I, I could take the fifth on this and say watermelon. But here's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. I, I think I can make a lot of folks feel special. Sincerely, though. But... I don't know what I'm seeking for now. Gosh, I'm in, I'm kind of like you on the opposite opposite ends of the uh, of the of the uh, of the uh, continuum. You know, you're you're at the beginning of your journey, 
and I'm at the end. So my problems are different than your problems. Yeah. You're looking to the future and I'm looking at, I can't make any more mistakes. I, I can't afford a mistake, mm. you know? Uh, and I was, I was, I was in a situation for so long and it cost me everything. Now, I mean, there are people that, you know, want to, you know, I've had offers. People want to get married, you know, and I just like. Yeah, okay. people have been on you about marriage. Well, I'm not, it's not going to make a big deal out of it because, I mean, I, I'm not all that. But here's what I will say is that I have to look at it from all angles. It's like, okay, marriage, what will that look like at my age? And then what are you, and then, then this one person I had been talking to and they, you know, they felt that they should go on all my accounts and credit cards. And so I said, are you crazy? Wait, did did they get access or did they just ask you? No, 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 no. We were, I just kind of threw out a, a, what do you, what do you want a hypothetical situation? I said, you know, what if we did? I said, now here's what I believe. What's mine is mine. And what's yours is yours. I don't want your stuff. Yeah. But I don't want my, I don't want my stuff going to you either. Cause that's, right. This stuff is for my kids. Yeah. You know, it's for Alexis <laughs> Yeah. You know, I said I said that's for them. I mean, I mean, I've I've got to leave them something and I, you know, I don't want to get it tied up and I said, so you know, that's that's and and they sat there and listened and this and that, and it's like I said, and they said something. I said, Oh, you gotta be out of your mind. I mean I'm not a selfish person, but I said, as long as I'm alive, I mean, you know, we share and share alike. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, I got to leave. This stuff goes to my, my kids. And if they want you, if they allow you to stay in the house, it's up to them. <laughs> but I don't know. So here's oh, where By I'm the at. way, just as a quick aside, um, one of my coworkers, Jasmine, she, uh, I, I put us on the Instagram story. She writes, Hey, Zaddy. Zaddy means like, um, like hot daddy kind of thing, but not like you're like daddy, but like, who's your daddy kind of thing, but it's like Zaddy. So anyway, I just want to give you just live content that you have a way with the younger ladies as well. <laughs> well, <but laughs> no, we, we've established you like your older women, which is perfect. Well, yeah, I, mean, yeah, you know, I, I, I am the young you. woman in your life. Me and Christina are the young women in your life. Yeah, yes, you don't need any Christina. other young millennial women. No, I don't, I don't need anybody. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right, right. I don't need anybody. Step mama be a, uh, a <laughs> sister. Okay. Okay. So shout out to Jasmine for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the meantime, baby, you know. Um, well, I'll let you go ahead and put a point, put a bookmark on this, and and uh, we'll get it wrapped up. Yeah, so this was a lot of fun. I had a great time. I did like that we kind of split it up because I think it does make it more digestible and people can be like, oh, I want to listen to both at once or I could just listen to one topic. And it was two like distinct topics, but yet still wrapped up yeah. within the love theme. So yeah. I got a lot out of it. I feel like, thank you. I feel like it helped reaffirm some of the qualities and like made me think about some of the other things I need to be looking at with evaluating guys. Um, I hope that God makes it as transparent to me as it, as he did t to you. Um, 
And um, as he did to as he did to Christina. I as mean, he did to know, Christina, yeah. So Christina, I, I, mean, I, I mean, yes. I mean, my baby, you know, both of y'all are my babies, but, you know, she's the first, the oldest baby called and she just, oh, just broke my heart. And then here she was, she sent me, a, I think it was New Year's Eve night, or she sent me a text message, a picture of her and George. And here they are married. Yeah. So, so right, baby. Um, this was fun. I usually give like a tease to the next episode, but I honestly don't know what the next episode is going to be about. I talked to Christina about a couple of things. So um, we're going to jive. We may or may not record next week. So we might have a, I might give you a break off a a week break next Wednesday. And, but I will let you know with the next direction, because it might be an episode where me and Christina just hop on the mic and we talk about kind of like what we've learned so far from these few episodes. I've also I would, had that would be a great idea. Yeah, I think that's know? good. And she's excited about yeah. it too. So I think that that's yeah. kind of the lane because it's about father figuring and it, it, it'd be good for me and her to digest some things and uh, for us to kind of talk about what we figured out about you. And then, of course, she has like just different perspectives that she can add because, um, you know, she was around longer when you all were married than I was. So um, that might be the next episode, but I'm going to give you the next week off. So we have a little time. Um, it also could go in a different direction. I thought about like another idea, but um, thank you so much. I think this was fun. This was great and very timely. I had a great time with you as always on these conversations. So um, yeah. And so listeners, thank you so much for listening. Um, hopefully you got a few qualifications to add to your list, ladies. Um, so <laughs> and um, yeah, just, just thank you. So we'll be back at some point. We'll take a week off, but there should be now four episodes. Like, you know, if you think that these are good conversations, if you think it's like entertaining at all, like, please feel free to share with your friends, talk about it during brunch, whatever, add us, put it on your Instagram story, whatever. Um, Cause I just, you know, I just want this to not in the sense of like, we trying to get our followers up or anything, but just in the sense of, I think that this is really good content and I would love to, for it to land on the ears of people that would find it appreciative. So thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to this episode and um, yeah, until next time, until next time, happy trails, happy trails. (laughs) Bye guys. Bye bye. tuning in to another episode of father figuring please be sure to subscribe and you know go ahead and hit that download button so you're not caught out there on a long trip without this good content um and follow us on instagram father.figuring and we'll do some engagement and you can see photos of us etc see the voice or the face behind the voice Mm -hmm. anyway have an amazing